More vaccine passports on the way today. Also, a realtor group sues the Biden administration over the eviction moratorium. And the latest on Andrew Cuomo, is he out or is he not? We have got it all, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today joined by Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed. Thank you for being here. Pat. Oh, I'm happy to be here, Sarah. Thank Are you? you. Thank you for having me. Wow. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I don't I just always you always say it, but I'm not sure how no, much you mean it. No, it's so true. But it's okay. I'll it take is so it. True. It's fine. I'll take mm-hmm. it. Also, on her maiden voyage on the show, <laughs> we have Carol Roth, who is the author of *The War on Small Business*, which everyone needs. I mean, Carol, could you have written a more timely book right now? Uh, uh, unfortunately, not. Yeah. Unfortunately, but it's a pleasure to be with you. And I have to say, um, those people who follow me know I'm all about big hair and small government. And I was surprised <laughs> being down here. I thought my hair would have been bigger in the humidity and it just isn't so apologies to those of you who are saying the not quite as big hair today well i think it looks great well thank you i appreciate that uh all right so let's get into the headlines of the day um again carol your book could not be more timely i feel like every single topic that we have to cover on the show which by the way just feels like groundhog's day at this point it's all the same thing but in different places uh you know the details are different but the the end result is still the same so elected city officials in los angeles uh introduced a motion yesterday that would mandate eligible individuals provide Evidence of a COVID-19 vaccination card, of course, to enter certain indoor businesses, including restaurants, health clubs, and retail establishments. This is very, very similar to the one that is happening that's taking place in New York City right now that we've discussed. Here is, uh, let's see, this is uh, City Council President Nuri Martinez, who tweeted out, Today I introduced legislation with Mitch O'Farrell to require proof of COVID vaccination to enter indoor public spaces throughout the city of L.A., So many Angelinos stepped up and did their part. They shouldn't be penalized with closures by those unwilling to do theirs. It is always that greater good mentality, Pat. That that is what we've come to. That is what all the citizens have learned throughout the last, what, 18 months, that it's all about the greater good. It is Mm -hmm. not about you as an individual. We are a collective unit now. You cannot make decisions for yourself. And now it's about showing our papers. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever think you'd have to do that? That we'd arrive at this place in the United States of America? I love the term medical tyranny that's going mm-hmm. around because that's exactly what this is. It is inconceivable. And I keep using that word. I don't think it means what I think it means because <laughs> it keeps happening over yeah. and over and over again. Every time you think it can't get worse, it does. And so it's spread to both coasts now. You know Chicago's going to adopt the same thing. Seattle, probably Portland. I mean, this is spreading all over the nation. And it's just chilling. It's frightening. And it's a continuation of the government picking winners and losers. And they're not doing it based on any data or science. This Mm -hmm. is all driven by political clout and connections and mandate and this thirst for control. 
and we know what's better. We're going to tell you. And it's interesting, as you said, certain businesses, I feel like I've heard this before. You're an essential business. You're a non-essential business. And who ends up being the non-essential business or the certain business that ends up getting targeted time and time again? It's the small guys mm-hmm. who, by the way, trying so hard to come back, they don't have time to be the like medical Gestapo, like show show me your papers. Like they can't even hire people. You've got owners of restaurants bussing tables. Now they're supposed to verify your medical information. Yeah, well, and I mean, it gets me too, because, you know, we often have this conversation on the program that people will go, well, don't you want a free market? I mean, it's come on, it's private business. They can do whatever they want. Now, this isn't necessarily what that is all about because we're looking at the government telling the businesses what they have to do. But even when you have the government pressuring these businesses, it's like, well, that's not actually a free market when you have the government basically putting their thumb on the on the business owner and saying you will do this or you will pay somehow. I'm like, that's not exactly a free market anyway. It's the conflation of terms that has given a bad name to capitalism. Mm-hmm. Everyone says, oh, well, this this is capitalism. This is the business. No, I'm pretty sure that the Politicians are the ones that mandated this, not the businesses. If the businesses want to do that, then we have free choice to decide if we want to do business with them or not. This is force, coercion, and control. That is central planning. That's not a free market. Yeah. Also, it's getting to the point where there are businesses now that are basically merged with the government. Uh, These businesses are getting so big and so influential and work hand-in-hand with the government that they might as well be and essentially are Mm -hmm. uh, government entities now. I I don't know if you've ever seen... There was a series maybe a decade ago called Continuum. Did you ever, you ever never seen no. it? Was, it was based on uh, 2076 America when corporations were the government. And I, when I watched that, I thought it was so preposterous that corporations would have taken over in, in the United States of America in 2076. What's happening right now? We're mm-hmm. seeing it right before our eyes. Um, so between... You know, government-run agencies like Facebook and Twitter um, and and the government itself, I mean, we are losing a lot of our ability to do things in this country. It is really bizarre, too, because it comes at a time, and Carol, you, you alluded to this <clears throat> as well, it comes at a time where... What In the last 72 hours, we've heard uh, the vaccine doesn't really work. You may still end up in the hospital. And uh, oh, by the way, it's not effective against the the la- the new Lambda variant, right? Because we're going through the whole Greek alphabet, I guess. I thought it was the Omega yeah. Moose. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can't keep up with which one it's at now. And so it's like, okay, well, it's not effective against the Lambda variant. People who are getting vaccinated are still they say it's the Delta variant, although I don't think that there is an actual test for it. But it's like, so how is the answer to this requiring proof of a vaccination that you guys have just admitted doesn't work? Because they're changing mm. the goalposts to fit whatever narrative helps them to continue to consolidate power because people are allowing them to do this. I mean, the reality from day one and in, in all of time Risk mitigation is a strategy. Risk elimination is a fantasy. We are never mm-hmm. going to eliminate risk. So sure. we, you know, we thought it was going to be 15 days to slow the spread. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to be to eradicate this. This is a virus is probably going to be with us mm-hmm. until the end of time. The whole idea that 
having a vaccination is so that you don't end up dead or with really bad consequences. That's the point of a vaccination. And the fact that they keep changing the messaging goes to show that they don't actually care about the outcomes. They only care about the politicization of it. And now politicizing health care as you get more people who are pushing for universal health care. Mm. This is the kind of stuff behind why you do not want the government further involved in health care. We were talking about this a little bit on Glenn's show um, this morning. If they cared about people and, and really cared that they get the vaccine and, and not the fact that they just want to control our every movement, they'd bring Donald Trump into this discussion mm-hmm. and they would put him out in front and ask him to invite people to get vaccinated, to remind them that, hey, I oversaw this whole process. This is what we all wanted in the first place. So get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. How convincing would that be to Donald Trump supporters? And that's who they say is lagging behind everybody else. That's who they say, but if you look at the numbers. It's it's more uh, minorities. Yes. And then I think we're third or fourth, the, the white conservatives yeah. on the list. But, but still, they could get a good number of them if they used, but they hate him too much well, and they don't really care about people. And, and they also want to save face because how many yeah. people yeah, yeah. said, I am not getting the Trump vaccine, right. which by the way... Biden and Harris. <laughs> right. Yeah. right, so it's it's the same vaccine. It's still the Trump vaccine. So by doing that, <laughs> mm-hmm. admits the fact that you've been politicizing this the entire time. Right. They want to save face. Again, it goes to what do they care about? And as you said, they don't care about the people. They never do. They're always selling things that we care about the little guy. At the end of the day, they care not about the little guy. Which I feel like the Utah, uh, who was it, the Utah governor at least sort of admitted, um, I guess accidentally, when he went on a press conference. <laughs> we covered it the other day. And he was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not real excited to wear a mask to protect the unvaccinated people because they're, they don't care. And it's like, you know what, at least you're saying this out loud because Mm -hmm. I am quite positive that all of these people talking about this do not care what happens to the unvaccinated. I've been told many times people hope that I die of COVID. Mm -hmm. I've been told many, (laughs) many times. Yeah, that I mean, it is kind of weird for a group of people who say they just want to save lives. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just I just don't think there's no nuance to the discussion, because what if you've just had covid and had natural antibodies? What if you're allergic to the vaccine? There's no context around any discussion points. It's it's, everything is black and white. And it it makes for a very limited discourse. Yep. Yep. Um, So let me bring into the conversation then uh, Governor Ron DeSantis who had a pretty fiery response to Joe Biden. Uh, We covered this on the program, but let me just, just for a refresher, Joe Biden the other day came out and said, you know, well, these governors like DeSantis and Abbott, uh, these governors, Texas, Florida, you guys are in the way. Why don't you just get out of the way or use your power to help save lives, which I think was a very telling statement from Joe Biden. But, But here's Joe Biden saying that the other day. If some governors aren't willing to do the right thing to beat this pandemic, then they should allow businesses and universities who want to do the right thing to be able to do it. I say to these governors, please help. But if you aren't going to help, at least get out of the way of the people who are trying to do the right thing. Use your power to save lives. He just That's looks like he's got dementia, doesn't he? I mean, yes, <laughs> mostly because he does. I was yeah. going to say that Sarah, Sarah said it much more eloquently than Joe Biden. <laughs> I know it wasn't the really intent good. that you were, yeah. were trying to make. But. Well, so so here is Ron DeSantis, who I think had a great moment uh, coming out and saying, yeah, you know what? I am standing in your way. There's a reason for that, buddy. Watch. 
we can either have a free society or we can have a biomedical security state. And I can tell you, Florida, mm, we're a free state. People are going to be free to choose to make their own decisions about themselves, about their families, about their kids' education, and about putting food on the table. And Joe Biden suggests that if you don't do lockdown policies, then you should, quote, get out of the way. But let me tell you this. If you're coming after the rights of parents in Florida, I'm standing in your way. I'm not going to let you get away with it. If you're trying to deny kids a proper in-person education, I'm going to stand in your way and I'm going to stand up for the kids in Florida. If you're trying to restrict people, impose mandates, if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business, if you are trying to lock people down, I am standing in your way and I'm standing <laughs> for the people of Florida. So why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. I, he is making me like just fall in love with him. <laughs> yeah, I love I it. I mean. He's like baby Trump. He really right? is He's like even the got more the, polished, oh, all the 100%. mannerisms. Yes, and, and it's bizarre almost. Stuff. It yes. is. Yeah. Yes, I'm just not used to sanity coming out of Florida. I mean, Florida <laughs> I is the place of Florida man memes. I, I'm used yeah. to that being like, oh, this is what happened in Florida. But again, you should be free to be Florida man. And that's really what he's standing up for. So really nice to see Florida leading on that. Yeah, remember when like they almost had Andrew Gillum. Oh, that, that yeah. was weird. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, that was weird. Like really close. I know. Too. I know. I look at this now and I'm like, geez, do they realize how close they were to like really being in a bad spot right now? I have to take issue, though, with one thing that he says sure. to Joe Biden, and that is the do your job. Like, I prefer if <laughs> <Yeah>. Joe Biden <laughs> sure. and everyone in Congress, frankly, yeah. did nothing. I feel like yeah. we'd all have a better. Co so other than that, I, I love the statement. Just don't do your job. Just sit down, be quiet, go away, and we'll see you in a couple of years. That's fair. I mean, yeah. that may be a good part of COVID is like, well, if it just keeps them from actually meeting, all right, maybe, maybe, maybe They're we'll take it. They're finding ways, though. They're finding ways to stick it in there or, or they'll have the CDC do mandates. So yeah. I guess if, they, if they're too busy, they'll just have some like random administration do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, all right. Well, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So uh, I don't know if you ever read the fine print that comes up whenever you start browsing in like incognito mode or whatever, and you think that you what you are doing is hidden and protected, but it actually says that your activity might still be visible to your employer, your school, your, your ISP. Uh, so just so you know, incognito is not actually incognito. So to really stop people from seeing the sites that you visit, uh, you need to do what I do and use ExpressVPN, which by the way, doesn't mean that you're up to no good. Okay, because I hear people, they're like, well, what do I need to use incognito mode for? I'm just doing things on the up and up. Yeah, I get it, I know. But what you're not realizing is that these providers take your data and they can sell it. They're making money off of your private data. They are selling it to these companies who are using it to try and get you to buy more stuff. So you don't want them to do that, all right? ExpressVPN is an app that encrypts all of your network data and reroutes it through a network of secure servers so that your private online activity stays actually private, okay? It works on all your devices. It's very easy to use. It doesn't cause a lag in any of your systems or anything. And uh, your browsing activity is secure from prying eyes. You gotta get three months for free if you go to expressvpn.com slash why. You will get three extra months for free when you sign up. That is expressvpn.com slash why.
Realtor Association, this is the Alabama Association of Realtors, uh, filed a lawsuit yesterday. They are suing the Biden administration over the eviction moratorium that we discussed yesterday. So, uh, of course, just as a refresher for those of you who were not up to speed, the CDC issued uh, an order that just further kick the can down the road, uh, preventing landlords from evicting their tenants. Um, by the way, you know, uh, it, it was under Trump initially that this policy was started. But, but again, by the CDC, I wish someone could explain that to me and make it make sense. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but they, you know, once again extended it. And the Biden administration, we played it yesterday, the Biden administration is like, yeah, we're not really sure if this is constitutional, but you know what? We're just going to go for it anyway, because uh, we're just <laughs> extending it for another month. And we know nothing can happen that's going to prevent us from doing it this quickly. Uh, but here is this realtor group, and they have sued the Biden administration. Uh, and they say that the CDC's order suspends the rule of law, which I think sounds like a pretty reasonable statement. Also, the group asserted that the CDC's decision was attributable to political reasons. Um, And you know what? Who knows if this will, uh, you know, have its day in court. But, uh, you know, we got to fight back. We're going to hear next from the Department of Agriculture that we can't drive cars <laughs> and we've got a moratorium on cars. Listen, Sorry. don't give them any ideas. <laughs> the, the Treasury is actually going to be approving the vaccine. Oh, <laughs> good. Yeah, great. I mean, where does this come from? I, what, I, I haven't even heard by what law or mandate or order they're doing this stuff. How, how is the CDC even remotely connected to this? They're the Center for Disease Control. How do you have Which a moratorium? Which they can't do either. <laughs> they can't even do right. the thing that they can do, let alone do make economic decisions. You had one job, CDC. You had yeah. one job. And they can't do that. And you can't do it. And, you know, people, the way this is being spun is that, you know, banks and financial institutions don't need your money right now, and they'll be fine. Just don't worry about it. Which is completely un-American to begin with. But also, this is more about millions of small business owners who have rental properties and that's how they make their living how do you expect them to survive mm-hmm. well nobody cares obviously the biden administration and the cdc don't care yeah this is a war on small business someone uh, yeah. should write a book about Gosh, that if only right? someone could i mean the government is just basically saying whether it's shutting down your small business for the public good and not mm-hmm. giving you appropriate compensation under eminent domain or these moratoriums that they just don't care about property rights and they are killing wealth creation opportunities and economic freedom in this country. And that's something that should concern everyone. As an American, the way that you get wealthy is through ownership of assets. So you can own your own home, you can rent out homes, you can participate in the stock market, you can own a small business. And between them and the Federal Reserve, they are continually putting up more barriers to wealth creation opportunities in the United States. Mm -hmm. That should make everybody very, very angry. Yeah, well, and I saw, too, because, you know, you had AOC and Cori Bush kind of leading the the charge for this. Cori Bush sleeping on the steps uh, of what of the Capitol, wherever she was. I don't know. It was ridiculous. And I read I read that now that they have 
gotten what they wanted here that they are eyeing student loans once again and it's like mm. you know what i i gotta hand it to them why wouldn't they They're why would why wouldn't they do it because yeah. they've gotten what they wanted here why wouldn't they do it because they want to create this culture of government dependence where everyone relies on the government for everything and the government can bail them out of everything and they have these young people hanging on to their every word thinking well, why should I have to pay? Why, why should I have to pay for myself to, to go rent that house? Why should I have to pay for my student loans? Yeah, I signed the contract, but why should I have to pay that? And they're creating this culture yeah. that is buying into all of these things that they're doing. Yeah, and it's amazing. I mean, Cori Bush was sleeping out on the Capitol steps to get Congress to act, and Congress didn't actually do anything, as we yeah. were saying. Yeah. It was the CDC. Yeah. So <laughs> like, it's not even like they had their own victory. They just right. sort of outsourced it to somebody else to do the dirty work, which, by which the sounds way, a lot like Congress. Yeah, which again is, is not constitutional and yeah. was, is actually struck down by the Supreme Court. But they said, well, the, you know, there's such little time on it. We're just going to let it roll out. Right. Well, this next time Supreme Court button it down and just say no, because this is, this is what happens over and over again. But yeah, they are conditioning people to be on the government of dole, to to not respect the dignity of work and what mm -hmm. that does for self. Mm -hmm. And this is just laying the tracks for universal basic income. Mm -hmm. And AOC is leading the charge to make this permanent. They're yeah. they're not fighting for just till next month or the end of the year or October or whenever um, it expires. They want that permanent. They're saying that having a place to live is a is a human right. That's how they get it. That's Everything how they is a get human it. right that they want. And yeah. uh, and between that and the student loan, that's a human right too to not be in debt, I guess, after you already <laughs> rang up two hundred thousand dollars in debt after the government is the predatory yes. lender i mean yes. that's, that's yes. the most ridiculous part of this yes. is the reason why people have so much de debt is because the government nationalized the student yep. loan business yep. and they're the biggest predatory lender in this country so how does more government solve that problem it, yeah. well really big governments are are the ones who do these kinds of things mm -hmm. and our government is getting to be that size yeah. now and so they're starting to expect it but where was that a right uh, on this planet previously? In the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. The Soviet Union guaranteed a right to housing. They guaranteed a right to food. They guaranteed a right to education. They paid for everything. Uh, and what happened? They collapsed is yeah. what happened. And people lived in misery before they collapsed. Right, right. Because the places that they provide aren't really nice but they were uh, all very equal yes they, they were, were very equal they were, they were equally was crappy e everything was equitable yeah. everything was except equitable. for the people on the inside and that's the fun right. part about this is that if you're in the club mm -hmm. you're making bank on this mm -hmm. and when they give you the stimulus checks and they give you this these little things it's because they want you to be distracted and counting your dollars while they back up the truck with trillions of dollars from the federal reserve that's enriching all these big companies and their cronies mm -hmm. yeah. and that's mm -hmm. the trick that they're pulling right now. Do you or do you see them ultimately being successful at this? Like, I mean, do, are well, we define success for me, Sarah? <laughs> I well, their success would not be something that we would all want, right? right. Are they are they going to move to universal basic income? Are we going to have the Great Reset? Because I see them trying. They're awfully certainly hard. trying. I mean, it's I mm. think it's up to us. Yeah. It's up to us to, to stand up and say absolutely not. We can't have this happen. But we are moving further along the spectrum. If you take you know free markets on one side and central planning on the other, we are just getting marched closer and closer and closer to that. And if you look at how big the government is, the number of laws, the purview, the things that they're involved in, I mean, you can make the case that we're already a socialist nation. Yeah. Mm. Next year's a real key. 
if the Republicans could take back the House and or the Senate. And do something. And do something. And at least block some of this insanity. Right. Then maybe we make it and they don't win. But if they have four unfettered years, I'm afraid they're going to get some things done. I am, too. And I so I, I agree with you. I think obviously I think if the Republicans can take back. Uh, what they some of what they lost Mm -hmm. and it will at least give me hope that the American the general public does not latch on to all of these crazy ideas but But, getting the Republicans to do something I was gonna say so Mm -hmm. you know if you look at the amount of debt that we have in this country which is quickly moving towards 30 trillion and the fact that the Federal Reserve is actually suppressing interest rates artificially because they know we can't service the interest on the debt we have let alone when interest rates increase um, we haven't had a fiscally conservative set of Republicans that have right. stopped this craziness. And unfortunately, that's a bigger driver of what's happening than some of this kind of peripheral insanity. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, including the latest on good old Andrew Cuomo. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So uh, if you are like me, you have a sweet tooth, but you try to stay on track with your diet. You don't want to be like going to the pantry, eating a bunch of Snickers bars because you know that you're going to balloon into 700 pounds. All right, I've got news for you. you got to try Built Bar if you have not yet already. They are a protein bar, so it's healthy. Uh, They usually range between like 130 to maybe 180 calories. They're high in protein. They're high in fiber. They're low in calories and carbs. I typically follow a keto diet and I love it. It works great on keto. Um, And they've got a bunch of awesome flavors. It's all covered in 100% chocolate and you taste like you're cheating on your diet, but you're not. So it's going to keep you on track. All right. Uh, Buy a mix box, by the way. If you're not sure, you go to the website and you're like, I don't know which flavor to choose from because there are so many awesome ones. Get a mixed box. You'll get two of each of their nine regular flavors and you can figure out which one you like the best and order tons of them and fill your whole freaking pantry with them like I do. All right. Go to built.com. That is B-U-I-L-T.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order. That is built.com. Promo code NEWS15. different stories just as an update to what's going on with Andrew Cuomo who I feel like I have to say this every time as of the time of this taping is still in office but I don't know what's going to change between now and you know an hour or two from now but uh, one that I found to be just so perfect such a perfect representation of the left is uh, that the uh, one of the founders of the Me Too group, Times Up. I don't know if you guys do. You guys remember the the sure founding of Times Up? Okay, yeah. so it was supposed to be an organization that was supporting women uh, who accused the powerful <laughs> men of sexual misconduct. Which I'm pretty sure Andrew Cuomo would fit like the perfect criteria of. Uh, apparently, the group's co-founder, Roberta Kaplan, advised Governor Cuomo um, on an op-ed mm. that he wrote in an attempt to discredit one of his accusers, Lindsey Boylan. So, um, Isn't there like a universal maxim on that? Something like, behind every sleazy man is a complicit woman? Yeah. <laughs> something, I can't I'm remember the exact sure language. Like, something, something, yes. something like that. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that's yeah. the one that needs to be right, uh, the right. new one. The new one. So <laughs> that comes at the same time that uh, the news surfaces that apparently at least 86 members of the New York State Assembly, uh, which is more than and half of the 150 that they have have expressed support for moving forward with impeachment if Governor Cuomo does not resign following this investigative report. Um, 
is it going to happen? I keep, well, I keep I don't asking people. I think it people, is. He's not going to resign. He's, he's not, not going to resign. But if these Why people have already said they want to impeach him. He's got support from women's abuse groups, <laughs> as you just noted. Where, you know, I've, I've asked the question multiple times. Where are organizations like now, the National Organization of Women, where mm-hmm. are they on these things? Mm-hmm. I, I never hear them talk about uh, Andrew Cuomo or certainly during the Biden scandal when yeah. he molested Tara Reid. I mean, where are they? If it's a Democrat, they couldn't care less. Again, another example of leftists that just don't care about people. They yeah. don't care about women that they supposedly represent. And uh, they're completely left behind. The other thing now should be doing is is protecting women from men in their bathrooms. They don't even care about that. Right. right. They don't care about any of it. Yeah. So I, if you're if you identify as a man, you can go into a women's bathroom and there's no women's organization that even cares. I think that the, the bottom line is that they don't stick to principles because they can't. Mm-hmm. If you take the principle and you apply it evenly across the spectrum it doesn't work in the emotional favor because that's how they run their policy and so that's why you see these constant inconsistencies and then the gaslighting of oh this why is this time is because they don't operate from that they operate from a we're in the same club or you know we're part of the good guys of virtue signaling and so none of this is principle based so i would venture to think that they probably believe on prince on quote unquote principle not real principle but they're you Know, virtue signaling right. principle that they're in the right somehow and it's just mm. unfathomable but i will have to say on the the odds thing i did a, a sort of like a impromptu poll on twitter and nobody thinks anything's going to happen to him really yeah no they just feel like he's untouchable unless there's like mm-hmm. some political expediency for him to be tossed aside i mean think about like you know governor northam like that yeah. went away like in two seconds and th- yeah, how many good. different scandals have popped up and just been like eaten by the news cycle mm-hmm. so like who on their side other than bill de blasio that nobody likes anyway like who else is going after cuomo i mean it's true now i will say you know nancy pelosi joe biden clearly calling for him to resign but i would say that Once. that was more of just a force right, <laughs> right. it's forced like they're asked the question and they have to if, answer yeah. it they well, know they, what answer if they, they have do to it give. twice then we'll have to worry about right, it but right. it'd be like well i i said it I'm good. Right, now right. I can go on with whatever Right, else. exactly, yeah. exactly. It does it did feel a lot for a moment though like he was going to be the sacrificial lamb, right? He they saw what happened with COVID. Hindsight was 2020 <laughs> for them, I think. You know, they gave him all of these. They gave him an international he Emmy. Emmy. He wrote a book on how to handle Leadership. it. And, oh, wait, crap. <laughs> Turns out that he was just uh, sending elderly patients to their deaths at nursing, at <laughs> and nursing homes up. and covering, covering it up. It up. Yeah. Like literally engaging in an active cover up about it. And I just, I felt like there was a little bit of momentum there for them to say, all right, you know what? Like he's too much of a liability where we can't protect him any longer. They have they have no shame. And I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, in a few years they trot him out for president. Oh, so, my God! I'm telling you, this is, <laughs> this is how they operate. They have no shame. I mean, yeah. think about when Hillary ran for president and everyone brought up all the things that happened with Bill Clinton. Well, it's different and this. She's, she's still with him, right? Right, right, like, she's right. She's still married to him. It's not like she separated herself and is a different entity. Like, right. mm-hmm. you know, he's campaigning for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, And you did bring up an interesting point, Carol, too, that um, these people who say that they support the Me Too movement, who have all of these standards, can't apply them equally. I think that also they don't 
try to like I remember when Joe Biden was it was like the height of where his accusations had been with Tara Reid. Yep. And I literally I can't remember who it was, but I know that they were I mean, notable people who were like, actually, I do believe that Joe Biden did these things he was accused of. I just think that he's he's the guy. He's our guy. Mm-hmm. And so right. I'm OK with it. Right. Like right. he's not Trump. So I'm okay with sexual because harassment. Because there's, no, there's no principle. It's, right. not, it's not on principle. It's about the end game and the emotionality of it. And so, that, yeah, they have no principle. And it's so political that uh, there was a story that went absolutely nowhere. Where Do you remember the little girl? She was eight years old at the time. Um, she was the niece of one of the senators that was being sworn in. And Biden was standing behind her and reached down yeah. and actually pinched her nipple. Uh-huh. That's what it looked uh-huh. like to everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's uh, 14 now. And she was asked on, I think, Twitter or Instagram, did, the, did Biden pinch your nipple? Yes. <gasps> no. Yes, was her response. And that went nowhere. I haven't seen it. I haven't Absolutely seen that Absolutely nowhere. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so stunned. they truly don't care. Wow. They really don't care. Well, if they, they had cared with the Tara Reid situation, they would have at least made some level of investigation into it. Right. I mean, it was literally mm-hmm. like, nope, not going right. to even talk right. about yeah. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. exactly. Apparently now we are not supposed to believe all women, as you guys just told us we needed to do for like yeah. four years. That, and that, this <laughs> right. is the stuff that drives people crazy. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, you tell us something and then you completely right. change it and flip flop it. Like, we have no idea where you stand on this right. issue. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Let's let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break. And then I want to while we're on the topic of Biden, I want to I want to play one of his recent videos for you guys oh. that we've played on the show because I need someone to make sense of it for me. But uh, <laughs> we'll play that when we come back. The um, I'm sure you guys saw it. The where he was meeting with the All right, while we're on the topic of Joe Biden. So we played this on the program the other day, and I, I just can't get over it, you guys. I can't get over it. This is mm. Joe Biden. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead <laughs> and, and explain it for people who are watching. He's meeting with the Kentucky governor's family. So he's, you know, hello to the little girl, to uh, the wife uh, and the young boy, who, by the way, is he is the only one wearing a mask, which is weird. But Joe Biden puts his arm around him. He has... That's a mask in his hand. Am I wrong? I'm like, no, this is a mask. You can see the ear mask. loop. It's okay, clearly yeah. a mask, right? Yes. So he, he kind of lingers he on the shoulder. He took his mask off and he's got it in his hand. And then he... And watch this. This is yeah. great. This is so He just gra- weird. Grabs he grabs him. He grabs hand. Holds his hand. For like an uncomfortably long time. Uh-huh. Like a creepy, creepy long time. And then just... And then gives him, him the, mask. the mask. And the kid's <laughs> like, what did you just <laughs> give me? You gave me your icky mask? Was there like a 20 wrapped up in there? Because I had uncles who would do that. They would like slip us some cash. But what nobody gave me a dirty mask. Here, kid, take my mask. Are you guys South Park fans at all? Pudding. So I see it sometimes. Yeah. So you know, South Park has uh, Stan's grandfather who can't remember anything. Always calls him Timmy, even though his name is Stan. I was like, so Timmy, do you remember? And he's like, my name's Stan. Like I kind of feel like the same thing is going on here. It's like here, have take this. This is important. Hide it. Don't don't let the Russians get it. You know. (laughs) I mean, well, it's just so crazy too. I mean. 
just at face value, that's insane. But add on to it that this is coming from a president who said, I'm still looking into whether or not we can federally mandate a vaccine for this virus because it's so horrible, yet mm. we're letting COVID positive people in from the border and I'm handing people my dirty ass <laughs> mask. Like, I don't understand how those things go together. Yeah. So this, yeah, is, yeah. this is where I start feeling like a bad person because I honestly feel like with his <laughs> mental state, like this is elder abuse. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I know people For with sure. dementia yes. and it's a terrible thing and it's like yep. like at one point you want to be laughing and then at the other point you turn like oh my god this is a person who as we talked about offline like we have b-roll on him from like right. the beginning of time we know what he looks like and what he sounds like right. who's obviously not got all of his faculties yes and his family and all the people around him are, are putting him in mm -hmm. this horrible position yes. i mean that's really something that's a, a terrible thing it's as a human yeah, yeah. despicable yeah. yeah his wife that's why i despise his wife so much because she pushed him every step of the way she was right behind him pushing him toward all of this knowing full well Pat, she's a doctor. What was wrong with him? I know, that's right. How Dr. dare Biden. you? Dr. How Joe dare Biden. you speak of Dr. Joe Biden that way? She's despicable. Yeah. Absolutely despicable. It is interesting, too, when you, you bring up the doctor thing. There are so many people on the left who don't realize that she's not an MD. Because well, she plays heard, one on TV. Yeah, because yeah. they've heard Dr. Joe Biden for so long. They're like, she's a doctor. Didn't what? that happen on like The View where they were trying <laughs> yes. to make a whole yes. thing for it? And somebody yes. had to be like, she don't want to go there. That's, yeah, not, right. that's yeah. not the right talking that's point. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Before we go, let's we mentioned Cori Bush earlier in the program. Is she a mem Is she a, a, an actual member of the squad now? <laughs> I think she is. She says she's an actual member of Congress. Like, oh, <laughs> did someone actually put her in charge yeah. of anything? Sadly, the answer yeah. there is yes. Sadly, the answer there is yes. But uh, Representative Cori Bush, who, you know, of course, wants to defund the police. She's a big defund the police activist. Uh, she, in the midst of calling to defund the police, is like, well, yeah, I have private security, but I, basically I'm more important than you. Watch. I won't let them get that off. You can't get that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that what? need help right now no. for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know <laughs> what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to wow. defund the police and put that money into social safety nets. Well, I mean, I did I not? I, that's she thinks she's better than you. That's mm -hmm. that's what it comes down to, right? And I believe that I read that her campaign. She's using her campaign funds uh, for that private security. And there's so no way like anybody's her threatened money. her life. They don't know who the hell she is, <laughs> Corey Bush. No way who? has she. I want to see it. I want to see the evidence. I want to see the proof that her life has been threatened because that's a lie. Well, it's just interesting <laughs> when you look at all of the uh, businesses that were burned <clears throat> to the ground, the people whose lives were put in jeopardy over the yeah. summer during the Black Lives Matter riots. Uh, those people, certainly their lives and livelihoods were threatened, but that is totally fine. Corey Bush gets maybe like a, a sternly worded email and she's like, yeah, defund the police for you, but I need private security. I got people on my on my ass. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like you guys have a phrase down here in Texas called bless her heart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yes. this is a bless her heart moment. I mean, she literally is saying things and not realizing what a gifted. I mean, like she's earnestly just being like, yeah, this is the way it works. I'm in the club. I'm important. <laughs> mm -hmm. We get taken care of. And the rest of you, like, whatever. Yeah. We're going we're, we're to decide. It's going to be our way. Oh, yeah, if I have to spend two 
$200,000, like, I don't care. And, you know, if you're not with the program. Well, I can do that because I'm important. Because <laughs> I'm Cori Bush saying. and people right. have threatened. It's really funny. As you say, you didn't know who she was. Every time she pops up on my Twitter feed, which, by the way, isn't very often, I always think it's Cory Booker. And I have to <laughs> have to go, Bush, yes. Cory, well, do I know this person? Oh, okay. Yeah, Cory, it's a different Cory. So. And, then, and then you're looking at her and you're like, did, did Cory Booker transition? No, no, no. I just didn't know the name. Just didn't know the name. But, it, I mean, that, that is a gift. Like that, yeah. that soundbite mm -hmm. is a gift because she just so earnestly lays it out and doesn't even realize what's wrong with and that statement. And she's not the only right. one. I think it was Bill de Blasio not that long ago who basically made the same type of statement. That, yeah. Like, well, yeah, of course, of course I, I, need I need private security. security. I have people threatening personnel. my life, but of course. They, these are the people who are in charge of trillions and trillions of dollars, you know, tens of thousands of laws, increasing mm -hmm. purview. Like, that's who's in charge. Like, it's not even like we have the best and the brightest in charge. <laughs> Cory Bush in charge, folks. Well, I thought that we might uh, end on some optimism, but that's that's just the most depressing thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, all right, let me let me do this. Let's go ahead and and uh, take a quick break, and we'll be back. <laughs> All right, so before we go, well, okay, so number one, I, Carol, I want you, again, I think that your book is just so timely, The War on Small Business, How the Government Used the Pandemic to Crush the Backbone of America. Um, tell everyone, can, can they find it everywhere books are sold? So they can, and since I'm a capitalist, you can, of course, buy it wherever you'd like, but since we're talking about yes. using your dollars to support small business Please. and being a responsible capitalist, um, you can buy it through bookshop.org, and it will actually support a local business bookseller, or you can walk your little tooties over to your favorite local oh, bookseller. Cool. But if you're lazy and you go online like I do, <laughs> bookshop.org has the war on small business. I, I didn't even know that that was a thing. That is so cool. It is. I, mean, I love that. There are so many ways that you can support small business, and we just need to continue to get the word out. So excited to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. really excited. Um, speaking of getting the word out on small business, I just <laughs> felt like I wanted to I want to tempt everyone out here. So these are uh, Kexi Cookies, which our very own Pat Gray, mm -hmm. this is his cookie company, his wife, this is, these are her recipes, yes. right? Yes. This is, which one is this? Uh, that's the lemon strawberry. Lemon oh. strawberry. And there's this Texas is sheet Texas cake. Texas sheet cake. And, and then the this salted is salted caramel. Kexi.com. Kexi.com. We're sending Carol home uh, with some as well. But this, I, so <laughs> I talked to Pat and he assured me that this is like keto civil. Yes. Right. Well, uh, that cookie and keto are frenemies. Uh, okay. Wait, so. but that doesn't, that's not, <laughs> huh? Oh my God, it's totally worth it. It's so mm -hmm. good. And again, we have Everything to support small business. So you're an entrepreneur and a small business owner. So we have to support small business. So you buy Thank the you. book and then you eat the cookie while you, while you buy exactly. the book. Exactly. Right? Yeah. These, by the way, these weigh like 95 yes. right? pounds. They're dense. <laughs> <laughs> They're very dense. Don't want to know how much butter is in them. <laughs> Only want to keep eating it. Mm -hmm. I haven't tried one that I have thought was like, eh, it's okay. They're all just amazing, Pat. Yeah. How thanks. do you guys not... Jackie's so thin. Um, she doesn't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> she just makes them for everyone else and doesn't yeah. eat them. And yeah. you said you had yours for breakfast, so that like yes. substitute the entire breakfast. You just breakfast have a and lunch. Okay. That was my breakfast and lunch. I'm really so. part of dinner, yeah. honestly. Probably. Yeah. Oh my mm -hmm. god, it's amazing. So make sure to check them out. I also I follow them on Instagram, and they've got great 
Well, I say great. They've got great videos because they just, they're just constantly making me hungry mm-hmm. because they show the cookies like getting decorated and everything. Right. So, And it's but, more fun when you can get it after you've seen it. So it's not like you just yeah, have to watch yeah, it and exactly. you can put it in your mouth. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Experience. So, um, And they've got new flavors. I know she's, she's experimenting with new flavors. New flavors popping up mm-hmm. all the time. So make sure, follow them on social media, um, order them. They are shipping. You're shipping nationwide. Yes. So you're sh- they're shipping nationwide. Make sure to get your hands on on them they are like I really honestly truly if I didn't know Pat Gray I would still say that these are the best cookies I've ever eaten in my life thank you yeah. so these are amazing mm-hmm. make sure to try them uh, also don't forget for those of you who have not yet signed up for blaze TV you got to go to uh, blaze tv.com if you use promo code news you will save $10 off of your annual subscription. We're talking about supporting small businesses. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think we can still, oh, plus, you don't know when YouTube's gonna shut us off. Those of you who are watching on YouTube and Facebook, our days are numbered, I'm telling you. So make sure you go over to blazetv.com and sign up. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.